0: Is football heritage good day and welcome? This is the first episode of our podcast, Football Heritage. My name is Yuvala Glory, and I'm here with my faithful co host
1: Raymond Emukmero.
0: And if you're a Favio, <sighs>
2: you, can you not do that? Okay, let's go ahead, please.
0: I'm saying you should add energy. energy okay, energy the energy, Premier League, go ahead, go ahead. The Premier League is <clears> going <throat> to be back in a couple of days. To so... be honest,
2: do you know something?
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Why they are resuming so soon? Like I have no idea why they are resuming so soon. Do you get? It? Because <laughs>
0: these
2: players just literally finished playing from the um, what do you call a resumption reunion? Was it
0: restart. restart? Restart.
2: And then some players already have corner, Like some guys have been moving around. Like. You get something, I don't get the logic behind like allowing them to move around, even with their family. Some of them go shopping, some of them walk around, all those kind of things. Then they will now come back and play ball. Can you imagine that some of them went for international breaks playing with all these Belarus, Lithuania? Yeah. You don't know where they've been so all those kind of things. <laughs> like, I just don't get the logic behind that, man.
0: But they have to restart, like, they have to continue because COVID already took about three months of football, so and they have to. The calendar, they cannot just change the whole calendar now. So, that's why they are coming true, back true. so quickly. Raymond, what do you think?
1: I think they are starting to soon, really. Because and I, I don't think there's anything they can even do about it. Because the team still needs to be ready for the Champions League. Because that one, I don't feel... They have set back already one month, basically. I think teams have to start the league before the Champions League can begin. So... Either we don't have to start eventually, just that I feel it's too soon. Maybe pushing it, maybe to later in the month, that'll be better at least for the players.
2: To be honest, what yeah. I'm even thinking about here is like the long-term plan. Because for now, we've not had anything serious about the vaccine. That's one. Two, Um, these players are going to be with their families. They're going to be moving around, except they have some plans to keep them in some hotel somewhere. But apart from that, like obviously, players will get the coronavirus. Like, obviously, so what's a lot the... of
0: players have won't gotten it so far. Exactly. I think Pogba got like... Adama, got Neymar, Mbappe.
2: Mbappe top guys. Who so what's the point? I feel that they should have just chilled, waited it out a bit, seen the uh, medical developments and whatnot, and then. They make a decision from there. Um,
0: but as football fans, we obviously want to see football now. True, true, true. Are, 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 we, are we complaining that there's going to be more football?
2: <laughs> Plus, I suspect that all of these things are even political. They're just looking at the economic gains and, you know, that you can get from football, all those kind of things.
0: Yeah. But anyway, moving on. So, how do you guys think your restart was, like, after lockdown, COVID, and whatnot?
1: It was Raymond, what for the Premier League, uh, the way they implemented their rules and everything they did, how they started, um, implementing the five subs rule and everything, water breaks, everybody having separate water bottles and energy drink bottles and everything. I feel the Premier League, they organised pretty well, even though they started later than some other leagues, they came back and they, yeah. they really showed the best organisation they didn't have any problems. From the beginning of the restart to the end, no player tested positive for COVID. There was no outbreak, no infection within the players. So I feel the Premier League implemented that very well. Do you, know, do you know what I was
2: most worried about when I heard about the restart?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I worried about fans. Because I couldn't imagine right. a world of football without fans. Like, it didn't make any sense to me. But guys... One thing I love about how the Premier League particularly handled it is that they made it seem so natural. Like, the whole it fans sound, done. everything. Like, if, like, there were matches whereby yeah, they, it sounded they, like fans were there. but there are no fans they, they,
0: there. Added, they added background noise. They added background noise for yeah, and you Yeah,
2: know, and you know, it's so realistic because like, there are some times whereby like, Liverpool will be hanging on to a lead or someone will be hanging on to a lead then you now be hearing like those whistles, like the fans whistling for the ref to like end game, yeah, game, yeah, it's all like, So realistic, like little things like that, bro. I was... I was yeah, the, the
0: prim, well. they, they tried for the restart, actually. They made it organized and everything. Yeah, and yeah. And they still, they covered up for the no fans thing well because there were a lot, a lot of matches where you watch, you won't forget that there are no fans because exactly. of the background noise, the commentary, everything was still going on smoothly.
2: But another thing I don't get is the five subs rule. Like, well, How does that help? Wait, Raymond, what do you think? How does that help?
1: Well, since players were forced to come come back, suddenly I feel a lot of players were still on feet. They didn't have time to train and get back to proper match fitness. So, saying that you don't want to stress um, basically eight players to play 90 minutes, they felt we were going to be too so stressful on the league. The players would get tired too much. A bit too much fatigue. So the more players that, if you add five players, the can the players can gradually ease back into normal match times and things like that. Cause it's good not to rush them. Cause if you rush everybody in the league, say everybody, because mm-hmm. coming back at that time, everybody needs to say, ah, well, at this point so we need to get to this point. We need to get forty points. We need to beat this team so we can get Champions League football, Europa League, and everything. Everybody will need to play their strongest lineups at all times. And if you play that with three subs, it's going to cost too much strain on the players. There'll probably be too many injuries and everything. And nobody really wants that. But another thing is that
2: because that's that like makes so much sense. Another thing is that he said you can only sub in two people at the time, something like that, like you can't
0: No the the word that you can you can only still use the 3 at 3 intervals yeah. just like normal exactly. normal to Like, what's
2: to point
0: to avoid time wasting now imagine you have five subs and you can use them at five intervals and you're holding on to a lead with 10 minutes to go you use one sub waste time use another okay, sub waste time a, it does not make sense down. I'll be holding I it, yeah, no, hold really walking uh, Guess, cramped, guess, cramped, they will not start massaging themselves on the pitch, so it makes sense yeah. they but they are not keeping it his...
2: slow to go, they still up too will not be dressing up he will not be clapping
0: when there are no fans though
2: eh? Huh?
0: he will not be clapping, like, like you know how players clap when they are going off, but then there are no fans <laughs> just to <waste> time <laughs> he will not be clapping he
2: will not be clapping as fans, no fans but he's clapping
0: yeah. be,
2: and he will not shake everybody on the team <laughs> you no. yeah, like, shake the ref
0: <laughs> True. true yeah. but they're not keeping it for this um, next season because of because well, Raymond said I... he... go ahead Raymond said he feels like it will make it would be unfair for the smaller teams
2: well, that's true but I heard La Liga is keeping so I've seen La Liga is keeping the 5 substitution rule Uh, but the small things thing I mean that's true that's very true
1: what 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 I think anyway since because this time the time they gave on to race was actually too short I feel they could have kept it for I don't know some time of the season it's just that Premier League didn't like like to half implement a rule like I remember when the restart was coming back there was a whole debate on if they should scrap the VAR or not. But then they said it will remove the integrity of the league. So I'm very sure if they now say they want to start with the 5 so they say we should end with it. And nobody really wants that in the long run. So I feel they just said, let's just scrap it now and just get on with it.
2: Yeah, and another thing is that Premier League, is a really democratically... Like, before they do anything, they'll hear from... like Everybody the, must um, agree. I remember when they wanted to do the VAR. They had a vote, something, something. There was a season yeah. they were supposed to bring it. They didn't know how to bring it because they said for that season the clubs you know
0: vote for it. That was so. the season after World Cup now. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another good thing. What about the drinks break? Drinks break basically turned to tactical tactical break. Uh
2: that drinks break, man. that drinks break, yeah. It's actually mm-hmm. It's actually like it's something that has always been there, but they are just making it formal. Because I remember uh, times in the past when, like, a player have a small injury before you know it's like one of the guys open. already with the coach.
1: Everybody Did has to quickly go and you, eh?
2: <laughs> so that's, that's formal, you know. Now everybody should has to go there and talk to the coach. Well, look, it has always you,
0: actually been there. Do you do do you think they should keep it? Well,
2: well, 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 I don't see any reason to keep it. Because for me, I mean, it's the same fatigue thing, I guess. And since, you know, by now the players, they would have, they should be at top physical level. So I mm-hmm. don't see any reason why they should keep the whole drinks break thing.
1: Raymond, what do you think? Personally, I just feel it makes, it makes the whole drinking water thing a bit more organised. Because normally a player can just say, okay, the ball is out. Let me quickly go and get my water bottle from the bench or something. Now quickly drink and then throw it and whatnot. People will not be running. Oh, let me quickly go and get the bottle to drink. I just feel with the whole drinks break, it's a bit more organized than everybody does the whole tactical session. Thing. So I don't think anybody particularly loses from the tactical break part of it. But that, that's really what I feel.
0: I think they should keep it. It makes football... It, football is no longer two halves. It now feels like four quarters. And then you see a lot of times the tactics actually affect because some teams will be under pressure and everything. After the drinks break, you'll not come out firing and everything. So I think drinks break is actually calm. They can keep it. Plus, I mean, sometimes footballers actually need to get yeah, exactly calm down.
2: That's what I been about. At the end of the day, you know, it's still down to like the players how they can cope. Cool, like, they need know, to calm down. They
0: are, they are running up and down. Yeah, exactly. so calm down. Drink water.
2: To, so it's
0: alright. And then other feature that was very predominant, not just restarts, the whole season was VAR. What do you guys think of VAR? Personally, I don't Personally, like. Yeah. I don't like how. Is
1: implemented in England, really? I don't like it. Why do you say so? Why? I don't know because the when the Premier League was about to start, the the VR rules that were that were used in the past, the ones that they are currently using the Champions League, and know in the World Cup. In the England, F A now added <clears throat> some extra um, rules and laws to it, or something like that. Like for example, normally if a referee is not sure about the decision, he will go to the monitor to check. But then for England, there are special conditions that you have to use for you to be able to check the monitor. And they're not all stadiums, even have monitor to check and things like that. And it, it's really disorganized in England sometimes. And it spoils the fun of the game. Uh, that's true. That's very true. The, the thing I like about
2: VR is that sometimes some obvious mistakes that everybody can see, except, of course, the referee, or in, in the case of Offside, the linesman, VAR will be able to spot it. And then, you know, sometimes you also have some very sneaky players, when the is not watching they give an elbow to someone, they do this, they do that. They drag
0: some people's yeah,
2: shit. Yeah, VAR is also watching. But, I have that same problem with the VAR in the Premier League. Why do I say so? I say so because I could have never imagined in my life that a player would score a goal with his hand. And I saw it happen in the Premier League. Uh, Was it Ducori or something, Watford or something, or someone in Watford scored with his hand, and then they now said, oh, VR, but he didn't mean to. It wasn't intentional that like they have to consider intention, and blah, 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 blah. I was so shocked.
0: And the goal was given. And
2: the goal was given. I was shocked. I was like, it's a clear thing. Handball is handball. Nothing. What is intention? What is this, this, this? What is ball is touching? But handball is handball. But mm-hmm. then, of course, VR, all these things always come up. Another thing is um Leon, Manchester City. Because even sometimes, VR can't even see some things. You know, that was it the third or second Leon goal? VR wasn't even sure if he touched that Leon guy's leg. I think the one that was offside. He
0: went through, but there was a, there was a foul on Laporte. The I think the second goal. Yeah, the second yeah. goal. Uh, I VR, don't know how VR. I don't know if VR didn't get that. That's
2: the thing. VR doesn't just seem to get something, so it's not even offering the full value that it proposes. So it's a, a sticky situation still, but I I think it's a wonderful innovation.
0: No, but I think there are very obvious ways they can do it better in the league. Like I don't see why you should be ruling out a goal because somebody is offside by the curve on their boots or the last hair, on his last head. strand of hair on their head. It it, it it was very overdone the way they were cancelling a lot of goals for offside. But yeah, VAR made some correct decisions which it is meant to, but it it's made a lot of mistakes. Like I remember the time Chelsea United. That Maguire stamped on Messi's ties and VAR also it, but didn't give a red card. And that same match, Maguire scored. Even Chelsea's sports, Los stamped on Aspie's ankle, and didn't get a red card. And later, VAR said they made a mistake. Like <laughs> they made, there were too many, there were too many wrong decisions for the technology that, that, that is meant to.
2: I, I remember you know, to it's, now. That time after school, then everybody was everybody, see,
1: everybody was jumping.
2: No, Viana gave in favour of Tottenham.
1: But, <laughs> but that's, that it was, Sterling was visibly offside. Like, you can use your eyes to see that. He's yeah, going. yeah, true. But easy then easy. how can you tell me that? Because the whole concept of offside is, okay, the player is um, ahead of the defender, so he has some sort of, of a disadvantage. <laughs> I don't know how somebody can tell me that the last stand of hair on his head Give him an advantage. Yeah, and, uh,
0: yeah. So
1: that's score, true, that's didn't score. I really think he's silly. That's why sometimes I don't know why like that in England, because I've never seen it happen in any other league in the world.
0: And if you're using three minutes, four minutes, five minutes to tell if a decision is in quotes clear and obvious then it is obvious that the decision is not a clear and obvious That's error. True and true, because true. VAR, they said, is to correct clear and obvious errors in five minutes to make a decision. And also, for the players, ah, they will score a goal. They'll now wait for five minutes just to know if it was a goal or not a goal. Like They need to make their decisions quick, quicker. Yeah. And their offside should be more realistic. You can't be removing goals for somebody's armpits being offside. That's true. That's true. That's true. So new seasons coming and they are doing a lot of, of...
2: Messi, um, the Messi saga. per se.
0: Uh, at, he's staying
2: now. Oh, he is.
1: I saw him. Uh, yeah, he trained yesterday. The team trained yesterday. I saw the pictures.
2: Yeah. From Fatih, Suarez, Busquets.
0: Continue them.
2: Um, All of them are around. The thing is, I don't know why he stay, because, or rather, I don't know why Barcelona are. How do I put? Are not freeing him per se, because <laughs> there's money on the line. I mean, what is the the? Is how do I put is a,
0: is it, It's a game I, that involves you know, money. I make
2: money, and there's money on the line. So why why? Don't Esse-
0: we essentially, in a the year they are going to lose. Arguably, the greatest player of all time for free, essentially.
2: Exactly. I feel like I feel I feel it's, a, it's more of a thing of, of ego on the part of La Liga than anything else.
0: Why they, do you say La so? La Liga,
2: the league, they they it feel it feels it feels as though they just have too much pride to just let such a big player go. Aside the fact that you know they will lose TV money. Amongst other things, the, it feels as though they just have so much pride. They are just not going to just let him live like that. As though you guys is a small league or something like that. That's the only thing that I can think of as to why they fought so hard to keep him. Otherwise, come on. A 150, potentially £150 million pounds
1: coming Plus. to the
2: league, coming to Plus. Spain's economy. The amount of they money don't to come. they don't have, want to come.
1: The amount of money to have released of the club. For his monster wages,
0: Exactly they have paid off
1: a lot of money for the clubs. So I really, I don't, I don't understand it. Cause now they have an unhappy player. Now there's not really much he wants to play for again. Maybe only really, really passion. Cause
2: and the energy is definitely going to rub off on like other players. So I don't know why really.
0: I I don't think it was a case of pride from La Liga. though. I think? it was a case of they did not want him to go because who is going to watch La Liga that has no Messi, no Ronaldo, and no Neymar. Suarez may, may leave. Neymar has left. So who is going to watch that when they're still Prem, when they're like They did not want their league to be in the mud, basically. So I feel they were more or less taking Barcelona side because they just wanted to get, keep the best player in their league, at least for the time being. But I still think it, in a year, it's going to be a massive loss for them. It would have been smarter to try and get a agree with City or whoever wanted Messi a deal, even though he could actually have gone for free. It would have been smarter to try and agree a transfer free rather than, rather than him going for free completely next season.
1: That
0: was uh, exactly. you. That's, but the big question
2: now is: Do you think Messi will continue to play at the top level over this season that's coming, Raymond? What do you think?
1: I feel he will because he loves the club he has been there his whole life. It was this, it was that club that he used to build his career, so obviously he won't just throw the club in the mud. I think he will play only for passion and love of the game. But now he do, he's not really playing for the manager or the executives or anything he's probably just going to play for love of the game and passion for the club that he has
2: and of course at the same time you know he's very unhappy right now and uh, I think he will play Lots
0: of are I think he will play his best yeah because it's football you you want to play your best but I think he believes that even if he plays his best the team cannot really compete yeah, for champs or La Liga. Yes, he's just playing yeah. his best because, I mean, it's still football. Why would football you not play your play. best? But I think he believes that even if he plays his best, nothing much can happen from it. So you think that Anyways, nothing,
2: nothing much to come of Barcelona this season?
0: No, that, that's not exactly what I said. But then... Ooh. They don't, they don't look like they can't threaten for champs.
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely, you know, from the from the last um, outing we saw of them, and let's not get into that because <laughs> some of us they have PTSD, they were not uh, at their highest level, per se. But, you know, the question is now is that with Koeman's addition, Coutinho back, Messi staying, what's what can we expect from them this season?
0: Mm. Definitely not eight twin champs. Definitely <laughs> not. And I, I don't. I don't think it gets worse than that. <laughs>
1: Raymond, what do you think? Uh, champ, I don't really think they can compete, for, but I don't think they can hope for a championship. But I feel that they should be able to compete and win the league at least next season.
2: I actually believe so too. Partly due to the uh, fact that I don't think. Madrid are their strongest selves at the moment, either. But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Let's leave La Liga aside. So, guys, Premier League, top four predictions. Mm-hmm. What you have to say and why?
0: Liverpool, City, Chelsea. This is in no order. Okay. City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and. Of course, fourth, I think. <laughs> No, I think fourth what? will actually be the real race. I think fourth will because there's Arsenal, there's United, there's Spurs. So I think the battle for fourth will actually be the main, the main battle. But the first three are more or less, more or less certain. But then again, it's Prem, you never know.
2: That's true. That's true. So who, who are who do you think? Exactly, we'll be battling for that fourth.
0: Suppose us now, United, and I don't know if Leicester can still battle for top four. No, to be honest, i do agree with you for Leicester. Now I don't
1: think Leicester can. I think last season was their only proper chance, and and their limits.
2: But you know, you know that's the thing about Leicester. Actually, they they, they can and will surprise you. And that's what they specialize in, basically. So, we'll just have to see. Raymond, what are your top four predictions?
1: Um, uh, In no particular order, Liverpool, Manchester City, uh, Chelsea and United. Hmm.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I have Liverpool. I have City, Man City. I have United... And I have Spurs for some reason. I don't think Chelsea is actually going to get in there. <laughs> for some, Why? For some Why? Reason,
0: Why? I mean, people
2: la- are people. People are saying Chelsea will get in there based off the signings alone. Signings we haven't even seen them play. When they play against Brighton, what happened? So
0: that was uh, a friendly. Kind
2: of
1: things, eh? That was a friendly.
2: Uh-huh. Against Brighton,
1: and Black I mean, not, all, not all the signings had actually come at the time, only two of the signings played out of, out of the six or seven. Well, or seven.
2: <laughs> trust me, trust me, we haven't seen them play, and as so far as I haven't seen them play, I'm not going to overrate them. That's just how I feel about things.
0: And okay, what, what do you think of the signings Chelsea have made so far individually?
2: Chelsea Chelsea's signings have been very good.
0: But okay. I
2: think it will take them a year to integrate together and form into a team. Do you get what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not just about signing individuals, throwing them together, and telling them, "Come on, go and play." Come on, we see the <laughs> Even when you play Football Manager, they will be showing you that okay, your team is getting used to the formation, your team is getting used to the tactics, they are getting used to getting used to. It. All those things don't happen in a day now or in a month. Come on, you have a, you going have to a start point. Seeing The best of Chelsea towards the end of the next season. That's what I
0: think. While I think you have a point, I think that it may be it will take them one season, two seasons, three seasons to start competing for, like, the big trophies, champs, prem. But I don't think they will not come top four. Like, there is too much quality that they have signed to not come top four. Because if you compare their squad of this coming season with what it was last year, if they were able to manage to get top four with a rather average squad last season, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't compete for or shouldn't be getting top four this season. But I agree with you that maybe to take a season, two seasons before they can really start winning champs, winning Prem, those big trophies.
1: And Raymond, on, yeah, what you do you think
0: I agree. What what
1: I'm really afraid of with Chelsea is mainly still the defence, really, because and I feel with the players that I've signed, I've not really heard much news of other players getting sold. The only player that I've heard that they're trying to sell is Emerson. They're trying to sell him back to Italy. That's the only one I've heard. I've not because now Chelsea have like seven, eight, nine midfielders. Information that only accommodates for three. Even if one says... There are enough competitions. Some players will say, I feel I should be playing the Premier League. I feel I should be a starter in the Premier League team. And it could cause some unhappy players. And that's doubt, doubt, I feel.
2: Okay. And now let me ask you guys a question. And Gro, this is a question for you. Do you think okay. it's every Chelsea player that they've signed this window that's going to perform at even 70% ability? No, be honest. Be honest, because, because
0: I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of it.
2: You know, we, we've all seen they've
0: been linked. They've to the keeper. They've been linked to the keeper. Does the keeper? Does the keeper count?
2: Everybody counts. How many of them do you think will actually perform at what you all have seen them perform at?
0: Five, six. Keep it, keep actually, I actually, actually like think
2: to Sanchez, Andre Gomez's. There are, a lot of
0: signings. there are a lot of signings that don't work, but there are also a lot of signings that work.
2: Okay, so you think five of them will all perform?
0: Yeah, probably.
2: And should I tell you what I think? I think possibly only two will perform at their best.
0: Which and that's two? True. Wait, you, you said two. 70%. You didn't say their best. A lot of them are even okay. young, so okay. they are still okay. going to get better.
2: True, true, true. I think possibly about... Or three will perform at 70. I see which three performing at their best. Raymond, what which do
1: you think? I disagree with you completely. Because the players that the players were sent signed over this window, they're not um Bakayoko from Monaco that only just had <laughs> one <good laughs> because that season Monaco played where they won the league, they competed in, the in yeah. Yeah. So everybody was asking ah, let less quickly, this is quality. So, basically, that Monaco lineup, that's just from that word, is cleared out. All people that Chelsea have signed, they have performed for two, three years. So, it's not like these guys are just people that have Most never proved anything or they have only played for one year. At least, I've seen them for two, three years, playing very good football. So, I feel that their quality can't just drop. Disappear. <laughs> Magic. Even because they are young. So, now that they can only get better... They will get better, even though it may take some time. I feel that you know one of the signs. You know, flop.
2: You know, it's more than just quality for a player to perform at a particular team. And let me give you an example: Coutinho from Liverpool to Barcelona. Do you okay. see where I'm going? It takes more than just quality for a player to perform at a particular club, and we all know how life or how life in the football world is, you can sign many players, but not all of them will perform. Not all of them will fit into your tactics. Not all of them will be have a good relationship with the manager. Not all of them will have a good relationship with their teammates. Not all of them will even like the city. Not all of them will even like the food that has been served.
0: <laughs> okay. Them, I'm serious. Can I cut you off there?
2: You'll not even like the weather in the country. So... Being realistic, just being realistic, Raymond, at now that we've said all these factors, how many players do you think will actually perform?
0: Well,
1: let's, let us let me count. Okay, yes, maybe four of them will perform because I think size is going out on loan or so. So let's, yeah. say, let's say about four, four, I guess. Let's see, four at the 70 percent you have said
0: there was something you mentioned you mentioned them having a good relationship with their manager blah 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 i think another thing you're forgetting is that almost all the signings we've made so far the manager has been like very involved and wanted those particular players i know the left-back area, for example, there were other options, but Lampard was basically keen on Chilwell. Personally, as a Chelsea fan, that was in my first option, but then it was clear that the manager wanted that. And same with ZH and Werner and Havertz. So I don't think it would be a case of random signings just coming in. I think it's a case of the Lampard, um, the manager knowing what he wants and bringing in players he thinks will fit into his system. But as you said, yeah, I think maybe two, three years for them to start winning the big trophies. But I don't think it will be a situation where most of them flop and only two do well. But
2: I totally agree with that. And you know, at the same time, not relationship with manager is is not that it's not like it's not the all and all when it comes to a player performing. It's just one of the factors, and let me give you an example. Klopp and money. Do you think they have a wonderful relationship? Probably. Probably. Are you serious? Every time you sub that guy, or that guy is boiling as if. Nobody is happy being.
0: <laughs> nobody is happy being subbed off.
2: That's the point. Personally when I see proper money, I don't think their relationship is super, super good. But of course, money being professional he is and being who he is, he still performs. So, you know, I I feel as though relationship with manager is just one of those things that could potentially affect. But, you know, there'll be many other things. And that's what I'm saying. Life has a way of just... It's life. Not all players will perform. Not all players will be at the top. Not all players... It's just life, you know? Some will get influenced by the culture, some will start partying, some will call girls and sneak them into their hotels. hotel.
1: Yeah, or, okay, you agree with me? I, I, do, I, I do agree, but we'll have to see anyway. The season right, starts in about two days, so we'll have to see.
0: What Football is have... unpredictable after everything. But why do you include United and Spurs in your top four?
2: Uh, uh, United United because you know I feel that they have a manager who they love, they play for him True. they have with the addition of Bruno Fernandes, there seems to be an injection of passion into the club and you know, okay. solid creative base, their creativity is up now when Bruno and Pogba both, both play, they create more chances, they take their chances more, and all of that stuff, you know. So I feel as though United playing at the level they played at when the restart started, and, and the restart, we saw them at the restart. I feel if they can keep that level up, because that's the most important thing with United consistency. consistency. If they can keep that level up, I see them getting into the top four. Spurs, you know, you know I've always had a soft sports for sports, my <laughs> boy. But putting that aside, you know, Moreno is a top class manager, he knows how to get things done. He has been there. True. He has done been that. at the club now for about a year. So he has gotten used to them. He has played with them. They are they are how do I put it? They are taking in his tactics. Tactics small small. Not small small. Like Gradually, per se, so you know, the thing with the thing with Mourinho is that he knows how to win. True, he may not be beautiful football, but trust me, he's going to get it done, even if it means infuriating a player at the 94th minute so that he gets into a fight and gets a yellow card that sends him off. And then you guys go on to draw the match and get the one point you need. This guy is going to do whatever it takes to win. And so I rate him that highly. And I believe that, you know, with the players he has at hand, you know, they will surely do something and, and get into that top four. But, you know, we should keep an eye for Arsenal as well.
1: If they pull off their Raymond, midfield you think? signings, anyway. If only if they pull off their midfield signings.
2: True, true, true. I heard some rumor about Lacazette being sold something.
1: Yeah, I saw that too, but I don't know how that's, that's going on right now, really.
0: I think the thing with Arsenal is that they have a manager who has shown that he, he is good. He, he knows what he's doing. He's not clueless. And the players will run through a brick wall for him because you could see players that were clearly not performing. You could see guys like Shaka, Luis, even Mustafi, people that were not performing and they were being mocked, basically, by Arsenal fans. Now you can see them performing consistently when we got to the semifinals of fa cup basically nobody gave them a chance and they won it they won the community shield even though it was on penalties but mm. it's clear that ateta knows what he's doing he has a plan mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i still mm-hmm. think i think he needs additions to his squad i don't think he has been backed enough i think his midfield still lacks a bit of creativity. I think his attack is alright and they've strengthened their defence. But I still think his midfield lacks creativity. If he can revive Ozil, that would be fantastic. But I don't know how likely that is. But I think if he can get his midfield signings, then they can potentially challenge for the top four. And just to add to Spurs, what you said about Jose loving winning, I think that may be a reason they might actually not get into top four. But they'll rather focus on Europa as a way to get into champs because it's a trophy and Jose loves winning trophies and it gets them into the Champions League. And I don't know if their team is actually good enough to get into top four after 38 games. But we'll see. We'll see. Oh well,
2: honestly see. The, the thing about Arsenal is, you know, uh I think I speak every once in a while about uh him not being particularly backed hundred percent by the board and you know they seem to have run into some financial troubles recently. I saw a piece about them cutting off I'm sure you saw it too cutting off a yeah, um, fifty five staff, 55 staff. And, and all of that. So you know it's very tough, but of course the guy knows what he's doing and that's the most important thing. And I hope they hold on to this guy um Ceballos. That guy is a beauty Yeah him. they they
0: extended his loan. He's coming you know, on loan for another year.
2: The boy is Good,
0: he's good. But
2: we'll see. We'll see after the game. So, what do you guys think? Let me hear your relegation predictions. Starting, Raymond.
1: League predictions. I relegation. I'll have. Oh, relegation. Hmm. Relegation. Um. What teams even came up? Leeds United. I think the Fulham.
0: West Brom. Ah, uh, West
1: Brom. I feel West Brom. The, the teams going down will be Aston Villa West Brom. I feel West okay. Brom will go back down. And Brighton, because Brighton have been in the three thin thread for about three seasons now. Yeah, they really reflecting out, not really, yeah, getting, out, not really yeah. getting out. So maybe I just feel this should be their season. Those three teams Brighton, Aston Villa,
0: and West Brom.
1: Glory, what do you think?
0: I think Brighton as well, because I don't see quality in their team. I don't know how they've made it so far, to be honest. I think this will be the uh, final season. I also see West Ham going down, possibly. Possibly, because they are almost always involved in a relegation battle. And they actually spend a lot of money bringing new signings. But they still always they're always in the relegation, but I think this year will be the year they don't escape, and yeah, Aston Villa, they were incredibly lucky to not go down last year. They were, they should have actually gone down because Aston Villa, Sheffield, there was a goal that was not given as a goal. If that went in and was given, they would have gone down. But yeah, I think Aston Villa, West Ham and Brighton probably go back down.
2: Am I the only one that thinks Crystal Palace is going to go down? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> because see, see, you know these guys. I see them like Burn more. They've been surviving. They've been surviving. They've been surviving. At some point, they are going to go down. And other people on my list, West Brom and Fulham. I think both they are going back down. I think straight, straight, straight. I think so too, because even I, I watch the the playoffs the full hammer and I think full and Brentford the final.
0: Yeah, that was the
2: final. I wasn't impressed by the quality. I wasn't impressed by what I saw. I don't think that's Premier League football. I don't think they can keep up except of course they make some wonderful signings but as I what I saw at that time I think they'll be going back right back down straight <laughs> straight to where they came from.
0: But I don't think Crystal Palace will go down because they're still... Some sort of quality in their team. It's not they're not the best, but there's still Zaha, who is who can get goals, get dribbles, and there's still quality in their team. But the teams I mentioned to go down, I hardly see quality there. That's why I think you know, they'll go down.
2: We thought about Bournemouth and Sunderland some years ago. But I just I just believe that teams that have been dancing around their relegation for too many years at West some Ham. point yeah at them too, at some point they will go down because they've just been around, around around, at some point, at some point they will go down
0: true sure, guys talk I've you. heard a lot about their manager Marcel Bielsa and him being some sort of crazy tactician, very meticulous and everything and they've made some signings. I know they brought Rodrigo from Valencia and Fabrizio keeps tweeting about them having targets and being close to securing their targets. So I think with a manager that knows what he's doing and he's being backed, I think they would do well. Possibly, possibly a top half finish, maybe. But I don't see them being in a relegation battle. But then it's Premier League, you never know. Yeah,
2: I I heard that too about him. Um he analyzes players. He pays some analysts out of his own money for the club and sometimes they have up to 11
1: pages
2: <laughs> of one of the reserve goalkeepers of the other team and
1: <coughs> like but do you think that's what like really matters? Do you think that do you Well, think that, do you think it means um, Raymond, what do you think? Studying your opponents and everything it's important and it's good, but I feel that in football, sometimes when you overthink, it tends to affect your tactics and it takes a toll on the players and sometimes players get confused on the pitch. They don't play natural football anymore. They're always thinking, oh, what is the manager's instruction here? What is his the instruction there? What is the tactic in this situation? Sometimes
0: it's good, but sometimes it can it can really affect the team. It can backfire. So just before we round up, you guys, final final predictions, top six in order. What I was seeing, Raymond.
1: Top six. Uh, I have to go for City, Liverpool, Chelsea, United, uh, Spurs, and Wolves for six. I think that's Ooh. what I'm going with. Yes. Did you was was six? Yes. Ooh. No us now. No, I until us now they pull up their signings. They're not looking any different from what they were really.
0: So what do you think? Even though think?
1: this I don't uh, seven seventh seven times for unless the pull off their Because 'cause I've been dragging these signings for months now. So I I don't know. Until they pull of the sign is anyway. Why do you say Wolves for six? And what
2: do you think of Sheffield and
1: Leeds? Sheffield, I, go ahead. I, I feel Wolves, Wolves, is a better team than Sheffield. I've not really watched Leeds. I don't even know. I've not watched them in a while, like two years. So I don't know how good they are or what, how they play now. So that's why I'm not really counting them in. I don't know how good they are. So, I'm not sure. But I feel because even though they sold some players, they have also reinforced. They've gotten their first choice signings, So I feel they could come six this season. Another Europa spot. Uh, AKP, how about you?
0: Well, in order.
2: To, to, in order, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in order, I have. um... I have Man City winning the league. Okay. I have Liverpool at a close second. Okay. I have Spurs in third. I have Man mm-hmm. United in fourth. Why did everybody go quiet when I said Spurs in third now? Answer, why?
0: Uh, we're quiet since now. Uh, you to <laughs> I have no problem.
2: I have Man United in fourth. I have okay. Chelsea in fifth. Uh, okay. and I have Everton in sixth.
0: No Arsenal. No Arsenal. How about we leaving I'm, out no Arsenal? Arsenal. It's, not,
2: it's not agenda, but no Arsenal. Obviously I totally agree with Primo. They've dragged on their mm. signings for too long and they just have... I see, to be honest, I see Arsenal winning a cup, maybe the FA again, or maybe... Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the league, in the long term, because because, because another thing, as I will always say with Arsenal, is consistency. You have the situation whereby Arsenal can beat Manchester City 2-0, beat Liverpool 2-0. Lo and behold, the next game after that, they go and lose to Aston yeah, no, Villa. For that's real, you see, you see that. And that's, you know, what you really need in a league is consistency above many other things, you know. So, in the knockout... Competitions that kind of thing can favor you. You beat all the big boys and you feel good with oh, yourself. But yeah. if you can't be consistent over 38 games, I'm sorry, nothing for you.
0: Yeah. Well, my top six will be City. I think we all think City will win the league. Well, mine will be City, then Liverpool, then Chelsea, then I think United will finish fourth. I see Arsenal in fifth, just ahead of Spurs in sixth. And I think Everton and Wolves will be really close, but then they'll finish like seventh and eighth. You know, you know,
2: one thing I can't understand is why you guys see Chelsea in that top four. And let me let me just say something out here. Did you hear that? So you have Liverpool, they considered I think thirty-three, you have Man City. They considered 35. You have United, 36. You have Spurs, 47. And Arsenal, 48. Chelsea concedes yeah, yeah, the yeah. highest number of goals. And are you still with me? Have they, have they made any major defensive signings? I wouldn't say so. So why do you guys think or see we Chelsea
1: in that first top
0: four?
1: Yeah, I, I can go. Well, <laughs> I feel... Lampard has with the with the with some of the attackers and midfielders he played last season, he played some old war horses and he played some very young boys and with that with that team he last last season was able to his team was able to score almost seventy goals, which was I think the third highest in the league. So the fact that they have reinforced the attack will make their scoring better and they have bought Thiago Silva with Ben Chilwell. So I feel... I feel at least if they have the their defence a little bit, they should be able to enter the top five even easier than they did last season. Yeah, I think they actually that have some improved I'm what do
0: you think? They bought Thiago Silva, they bought Chilwell, and... Reports are saying they are in the market for a goalkeeper. I think Mendy from Rennes. Did you, you see him know, in you the Champions you know final? Like he doesn't he was look what age? washed. But yeah, I think his age may be a limiting factor for him. But yeah, it's definitely an improvement on what they had last year. Their defence has been improved from what it was last year, and so has their attack. So I don't see why they should struggle to get into the top four. Okay. True, true,
2: true, true. What what do you guys see, or who do you guys see taking the player of the trophy award home? Uh, well,
1: well I don't I know. I way. think, I, w- I would like to say Kevin De Bruyne once more because... Three seasons ago, he he would have won it, I think. I think that was the year Salah scored 32 goals, so he didn't win it. The season after two, I don't remember who won it. He had an excellent season. He also didn't win it. He had another excellent season. He won it again. He won it for the first time. So I feel if somebody can have three amazing seasons, coming, second, second and first for PFE, Player of the season. I see no reason why he won't be able to bag it once more.
0: The the key word there is consistency. He has been the best midfielder in the league for two, three, four seasons. So I don't see why he can't continue in that way. So yeah, he'll probably, that would be my prediction for player of the year, the burner.
2: I think for the first time, luckily, I actually <laughs> agree with both of you for the first time and probably for the last time. But you know, um, if 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 at all, if at all, um, Kevin Kevin De Bruyne does get any injury, which is definitely always a possibility, then I I think I see money going home with that of award system. because you know, money as someone that has has been. At that top level, yeah, consistently at that top level. And, you know, it doesn't seem as though he is um, always recognized as as the best. You know, people see money as he's good, he's good, he's good, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But, you know, I've never really come across anyone that, okay, says, well, money is the best, the best, the best, the best. So I feel like at some point, you know, that recognition of the best is going to come to him and it just might be the coming season. I said he. No one sees him as the best, the best, and you know, at some point, people are going to start to give him that recognition as the best, and it just might be the coming. Yeah, season. yeah, yeah. How about Golden Boots? Yeah. No. Ah, Golden Boots. You know, i always been biased my boy harry k My boy. That's my boy for life. I trained him myself. Ask them. But you know, um, um, being serious, uh, you know, you know, I see a striker taking me home, so I'd go with either Aubameyang or Harry Kane. Honorable mention. If Venna turns up, um, he can. He can do very well because, you know, he has a very nice support. Like the players, signed, the players that Chelsea have signed, like it's a whole support system now, you know, with Ziyech, with Havertz, with um, the other guys they've signed. So I feel like that's a great environment for him to really be himself and for him to really show how prolific he is. He should get 20 goals. I think so.
0: I'll go, for, I'll
2: go for I'll go
1: for Abamayanky again. What do
0: you
1: because Why? La- this, he, he was I think he was a goal shot this season. Last season yeah, I actually won know. it alongside so, uh this season before that I think that was maybe his first season in Arsenal and he came in January or something.
0: No, that was his first season. Yeah, that's first so I uh, the season he won it. That was yeah, so that's
1: I'm saying. The season before that he became in general, I think he scored about fourteen goals in half of the season. So if after that was able to score, I think twenty-two the next season he scored twenty two again, I feel that this season will be his season to finally carry it once more.
0: Yeah. And that thing is that I think since he came, he has the most goals in Prem, like from the January game yeah. to now, I think he has the most goals. So, he's clearly consistent in his goal scoring. But don't you think Arsenal's lack of creativity so far may well, affect last him season, this they season?
1: had no creativity. Really. The midfield from okay. now and then is unchanged. So, if you could score 22 goals True. last season... There's no reason why, if Arsenal should get their signings, it should it should be more difficult for him to win this season. Okay.
2: And 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 you know another yeah. thing that I really I really noticed. Yeah. Are you guys with me? Another thing I really noticed is the fact that you know with Aubameyang in Arsenal, it seems as though he has a concentration of goals. Concentration meaning that like he's the main man okay. let's say when it comes to scoring as opposed to Liverpool where like you have a lot of quality players sharing a lot of goals and ultimately Liverpool do score more but you know it's shared across a lot of players but with Arsenal's case you know it seems as though Alba seems to rack up a lot of the goals that that they create the score the chances they get and all of that. So I think that
0: situation will will really favor him. In that sense you're saying he has like the highest contribution like terms of percent. In
2: essence, I'm saying he has the best environment in a, in, in a situation whereby, like, if Arsenal were to create hundred chances, I feel as though Aubameyang would get sixty of that or sixty-five. So, if that, if by some magic they were able to create hundred chances, very very strong magic, because it doesn't seem possible at the moment. But you know. Not 100, but like a lot, a lot of chances. If by some magic they were to create a lot of chances, you know, I think Alba would get a lot of them and maybe convert a lot yeah, of them into
0: goals. I agree with him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the first episode of Football Heritage. Is oh. It's been a, it's been,
2: it's been an absolute pleasure being with you guys. It was very, 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 very amazing. And you know, there you have it. This is football heritage. This is the end. And please don't forget to never get into an argument with a Manchester
0: United fan. Thank you very much. I remain Raymond If you're
2: and if you're I have you.